0: Hello, and welcome to the Gloomy Star Podcast with your host, Henry Bilbrey. I hope you've had a good week so far, and hope you had a good day. Um, well, just so you know, if you would like to send in your stories or feedback or questions about this podcast, email me at gloomystar.ghost at gmail.com. And I will be sure to um, send you something back and put your stories on the show, because that is very important to me, and it is helping the show a lot. Um, I'm trying to put a website up, but I think I'm just going to have to do, do a Facebook page, and that's what I'll be doing tomorrow. And um, I'll let you know about that stuff on tomorrow's episode. Um, yeah, so that's I need to talk about that. well, I'll talk about my day. I went shopping and I got this cactus light, and I got um this essential oil diffuser. It's not like the ones you usually have. it's um wood and you get a glass of um essential oils, and you put this thing that looks like a leaf inside of it, and um, it um, disperses it into the air, which is nice, I think. Um, Also, uh, well, um, and also you can email me, and I can um, let you know on t-shirts, and you can buy them there, too. There won't be a link, but you can ask me. I'll check the email every Saturday and Sunday is what I'm going to be doing. Well, I'll check it at night on Friday, but I will not be answering on Friday. I'll answer on Saturday and Sunday, just so you know. And um Again, I hope you had a good day, or if you're watching this at 9 o'clock at night, which I wouldn't do, because I think some of these stir- stories are pretty creepy. So, if you're watching at 9 o'clock at night, suit yourself. Okay. On to our first story. This came from my mother. My mother. Um, She told me this today. And I read it down. And... It's very interesting, so let's see. I'll show you. My brother and I were going somewhere um where they were doing construction on a new apartment complex. We had heard where they were building we had heard where they were building was an um Indian burial ground. So we pulled up so we pulled up and walked around we pulled up the ground was on a slope and the car was tilted a little down. We had left the doors open and got out and walked around the car with my brother brother said, if anyone is up here, make yourself known. The doors slammed shut, the car was pointing down and the doors were very heavy and there was no one so we had no exclamation. That's the story from my mom from my hometown. Kingston, Tennessee, another one from Kingston, Tennessee, Um, well, another one from close to Tennessee, well, Kingston, Tennessee, it's pretty much Kingston, Tennessee, if you're from Tennessee, you know, Harriman, Tennessee, it's right next to it, and you don't know when you leave Kingston and enter Harriman, here it is. It's been heard the pastor of this church has hung, him, hung himself in one of the rooms in the church. There has been a lot of people that have heard noises, which no one of or nothing, when nothing, no one or nothing was around. In pictures, you can see different sizes of orb shapes. You can hear a door slam at all, at and at the night. It has been told you can see red and green lights that are shaped like eyes. It has also been told that a certain Saturday of the month you can drive three circles around the church at a specific time. You will see nothing around you. Everything seems to disappear momentarily. All of the church windows and doors are boarded, but they still have services here, but only on Sunday mornings. It is said that there are only a handful of people that attend it. It's strange because the church is enormous. Yeah, I know exactly where that church is, and if you want to know where that church is, it's called... (sighs) Mm, I don't... It's something like Dove, but it's a haunted church in Harriman, Tennessee. So if you would really like... Um, Swan Pond Methodist Church is what it's called. Swan Pond Methodist Church. My mom told me about that one, and I looked up a story. Yeah. Creepy. To me. Um, Well, it wasn't really a ghost story, but that's just the history of the place. Um, Especially to know that that's in my hometown. Tomorrow, there will be a story about um, this tree that is um, haunted in Harriman, Tennessee, also. I just looked up a bunch of haunted places in Harriman, Tennessee. Um, let me see here. Um, I have so many stories on LibreOffice, and it's like every time you scroll down, it goes down, like, three pages. Okay. Okay, this one is called My Grandfather's Best Friend. Grandpa had a best friend from, age, from ages ago that I think he met when he was still working for the same cement company. This friend was such a big part of our lives. When I called him Uncle Eddie, he died a couple years back, and I hope he's in a better place. Before that, though, he was a pretty traumatizing ordeal. It was a tra- pretty ta- traumatizing ordeal. That I could only describe as horror movie um, level. Uncle Eddie was my grand and my grandpa were the same age, but while my grandpa is a bit um, of a workaholic, Uncle Eddie wanted to retire. Since Uncle Uncle Eddie lived in a tiny countryside down town, he said. And my granddad decided decided to make their own little farm in a little in a lot down the hill a few kilometers near uncle's house like legit like legit you could drive from the farm to his house in 10 minutes we often go there every other weekend and we'd grill some fish I'm sorry. uh oh, I know. Don't lose the story. Uh, let me see here. Did I... Went up too far? Uh, seriously? I'm sorry. Um... Hmm, this has to be here somewhere. Where is it? I'm sorry, I've lost this story, but I'll find it. It might just take a second. Um, Uh. let me see. Well, um, I might have skipped a few sentences, but my family had grown the majority of the trees. We already, we already, um, there when the land was purchased. There was a modest handmade stall in the corner that that housed some chickens and occasionally pig or goat. Mostly, it was. Um, a bunch of trees, mango trees, coconut trees, water apple trees, and other food bearing plants. There was so much vegetation that you could almost not see the cottage if you were standing from the car parked out in the road. Some nights, Uncle Eddie or one of his sons would sleep at the cottage, either to watch over the farm or just to relax. They say. They say nearly every dawn at approximately 3 a.m., or at least according to the clock above the bed. Um... Let me see. Oh. Um... Where is it? Um... I'm sorry. Oh... Seriously, I'm going to have to print some of these out. Um, ugh. Sorry. Ugh. This is so bad. I'll just tell you the story from what actually happens. So, he, um, there's this person that, um, that knocks on the door every single night, and you can see him driving up, you can see them driving up into the trees, where the trees are, and, um, they, um, get, um, the, um, a kid gets out. And a man gets out, and they pick them. And the next morning, um, when they wake up and to go check, nothing is, nothing, everything is still there. But there's little, tiny children footprints. And that's what the whole story is. And they knew it wasn't a real person, because the headlights didn't look right, and... They would never go away. It just stayed that way the whole entire night. So that's the end of that story. Uh, I'm sorry that I couldn't read it from this person's perspective. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, tomorrow I'm going to print these out, so. Okay. Let's read this story. Me in my old bedroom. It was a typical Friday night and I was in my bedroom watching TV. I was probably ten years old at the time. My bedroom was beside the helps quarters and and from one of the my windows I could see the entire maid's area. I had been having some trouble sleeping a couple of weeks ago due to the, uh I'm sorry. I did the same thing. Ugh. Mm. Mm. This isn't going to work. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know what that story is about. Um, I'll find one. Because that's just scrolling. I'm going to print them out tomorrow. I'm sorry. And I promise tomorrow's episode will be a lot better. And you might be able just to listen to both episodes in the car. If that's what you're doing. Um... Okay. This story is called The Little The Little Girl Who Wasn't From Lady Sparrow. I lived in a house from hell for 4 years, from age 11 to almost 16. There was constantly something happening. Doors flying open or shut, voices, footsteps, nothing ever stayed where it was put. I I was alone there a lot because both of my parents worked and I was constantly terrified. One of the most, most gut level disper- disturbing things there was little girl in my bedroom every time i walked past my bedroom door which was constantly since it was right outside since it was, i was right always right outside my bedroom I saw the little girl with blonde curled hair and a rose-colored dress. She stood there, staring, looking like a photograph from 1905. I stared, keeping the door closed. Started keeping the door closed so I could walk away without seeing her. But she was always there when I opened it. Oh. Uh. Let me see here. It's doing the same thing. Once I stepped in past her, I could see her. I couldn't see her anymore, but I could feel her. There, she scared me. But I could. I felt really sorry, sorry for her because she was trapped there, just like me. But probably not forever. As the years went by and things in the house continued to get worse, she started seeming darker. I could. I started feeling like she wasn't really a little girl. I knew there was something ugly in the house, and I felt like it was pressing this symptomatic image to me. I started thinking I was completely losing my mind one day when I was fourteen, I had a friend from out of town come say comes to stay with me for a week. I hadn't told her anything whatsoever as the house about the house because I didn't think she would come if I did. Right after she got there, she was sitting in my room and and she left to and she left to um the she left to go to the bathroom. But a minute later, she walked back with a puzzled look on her face and said, "So there's a little girl in the bathroom? Um I um I, yeah, she hangs out in their blonde hair, curls pink dress. Yeah. You know what's not, you know, that's not really a little girl. Uh, let me see. uh Uh, sorry. Um, don't. You don't know that you know that's not a real a little girl, don't you? I almost threw up. I was so relieved and terrified and excited and ready to run out of the house screaming. She wouldn't use the bathroom the rest of the week and I started using as little as possible with um without um without making my parents mad, which she did not believe. Eventually we moved out of the house. I could not be any happier i dis, i distanced myself from mental from it mentally as much as i could then when i was 18 i took another friend on a road trip to pack a few things i left in the house my parents hadn't managed to sell it and wouldn't for five more years the minute we got into the property my friend seemed uncomfortable when we came out along the bend the long step steep driveway he went Completely white. I could tell something was wrong, but he insisted he was okay. So he Uh Sorry, it's real I'm in a Um Okay Sorry. Steep driver, he wouldn't completely white. Um okay. So we got so we got to work. After a while he asked to use the bathroom, and I directed him to to mine. Not 20 seconds after he left, he came running back and gasping for breath, abandoned slamming the bedroom door behind him. He started babbling about a little blonde girl who wasn't really a little girl. All of a sudden, he went dead still looked me in the eye, and very solemnly said, she's not happy with you. You left, and you weren't supposed to. We threw whatever we could grab into two trips to my car after I walked him to another bathroom and waited outside the door, and we got out of there at top speed. Whoa. It's creepy that she thought it was just a little girl for a long time, but it really wasn't, and now she knows that that wasn't her little girl, and that two people said, and that she's mad now, that's creepy, well, whoa, Um, I'm sorry about today's episode being a little short, and um, about not being able to finish all of the stories, But I promise tomorrow's episode will be so much better. And if you're on a road trip or something, just listen to both of those episodes. This episode's not going to be that long, but tomorrow's episode, I promise, will be a lot longer. Sorry. I hope you have a good day. Good night. God bless you. Bye.